I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Have you thought about investing? Or maybe you're already investing a little, but would like to do some social good with your money as well? Well, what if I told you guys that you can do both at the same time? I want to introduce you to Bolt Investment Group. They are a local, veteran-owned wealth management firm that is ready to help you start investing for the first time walk you through the process, and help you take control over your financial future. Here at News Du Jour, we really believe that knowledge is power. But the truth is, money is power too, and it's freedom. Women as a whole make less than men do and are less likely to invest it. However, female business owners statistically perform better than their male counterparts. Bolt has some unique strategies to help you support those female-owned businesses while helping you grow your own wealth. Hunter Baldwin and the Bolt Investment Group team have many years of experience serving their clients and would love to show you everything Bolt has to offer. Reach out to Bolt Investment Group and see what makes them unique. Link in our show notes. Hey, you guys, happy Tuesday, and thank you so much for your patience yesterday. Um, I just don't like to write when it's past a certain time, and um, the quality that I would create for you guys would just not be as good. I wouldn't be as accurate, as thorough, so it's just not even worth it. I hope you enjoyed the Corals episode yesterday, though. Anywho, um, today, of course, like I mentioned, we are starting off right here at the top with the Britney Spears conservatorship ending. So the Britney Spears conservatorship is officially over and for real this time. There have been so many false headlines misleading us to believe that the conservatorship was a thing of the past long before it actually was. Why was this the case? Well, it seems that a lot of the Spears family was trying to sway the paparazzi and the tabloids in the direction of making everyone think this was over and that Britney was fine when really that wasn't the case. And now after nearly 14 years of being cut off from every friend or acquaintance in her life, being stripped of access to her own finances, limited ability to see her own children, and being forced on lithium as well as having an IUD inserted, and even being locked in rooms with listening devices, Brittany is now a free woman. The judge chose to end the conservatorship without the standard mental evaluations, which means that this judge believed Brittany to be of sound mind and body. 
Brittany is now free to sign any documents she wants. She can buy a house. She can get married. She's a free woman again. So you may find yourself asking, like so many people right now, what now? Well, we have evidence that millions of dollars, if not hundreds of millions, have been stolen from Britney during this time. What about all of that? And what about all of the abuse allegations? Does Jamie Spears just get away with all of that? Well, Britney's attorney, Matthew Rosengart, has already attested in court that he believes there is evidence of fraud here. And he will likely be pursuing that in court on Britney's behalf next. But Rosengart actually asked for a ton more of what's called discovery, which is basically documents, you know, correspondence, call and text records, financial records, emails, and more. The discovery that he has requested now at the closing of the conservatorship is vast, like all of the communication with Britney's therapists, all communication with security, all correspondence regarding Britney's current and past medications, hospital records, rehab stay records, financial records, all their contracts, and Jamie's school records, and so much more. I could keep going. Rosengart also try- is trying to subpoena TriStar Sports and Entertainment, which is a huge group that played a huge role in the conservatorship and basically built their business based on working with the Spears family. However, TriStar does not want to turn over the documents that Rosengart is requesting, so they're contesting it in court, leading us all to believe that they have a lot to hide. Whether or not that's the case, though, should all come out if a judge chooses to put the screws to them and approve the subpoenas. So we will definitely keep you guys posted on this and any additional court cases that get filed, any news that comes out, we'll definitely let you guys know. So next up, we are discussing the COP26 wrapping up. So the Glasgow climate meetings have now come to a close with almost 200 countries signing on for greater efforts to combat climate change. But will these efforts be enough? Here's the UN's leader's closing remarks. Good evening, everyone. Um, Sorry we're doing this 24 hours later than I'd anticipated. Uh, But I'm very pleased to say that um, we now have uh, in place the Glasgow Climate Pact agreed amongst uh, all the parties here. I would say, however, that uh, this is a fragile win. And we have kept 1.5 alive. That was our overarching objective when we set off on this journey two years ago, taking on the uh, role of the uh, COP presidency designate. But I would still say that um, the pulse of 1.5 is weak. Uh, And that's why, whilst we have reached, I do believe, a historic agreement, what this will be judged on is not just the fact that countries have signed up, but it will be judged on whether they meet and deliver on the commitments. At the end of the day, though, the test will really not be whether or not we hit that 1.5 in reduction, but really 
the survival of our planet. So let's hope we can manage to pass both. And for our final story today, I have an Astro World update for you guys. Obviously, this story comes with a content warning. This story involves death, but specifically the death of a child. So two more deaths have now occurred in direct correlation to the Travis Scott Astroworld concert. This puts the total at 10 lives claimed. The ninth victim was Bahardi Shinani, a 22-year-old young woman. She was on a ventilator for days before succumbing to her injuries. Some sources say that she was actually dropped directly on her head at the concert, but I couldn't really get that fully confirmed for you guys. But the 10th victim was a 9-year-old boy who died on Sunday named Ezra Blount. He had been in a medically induced coma, coma following being trampled. Ezra was a big fan of Travis Scott and he attended the concert with his dad. He spent most of the concert on his dad's shoulders, but once things started getting kind of crazy, he got down and his dad actually passed out from lack of oxygen. Once his dad woke up, Ezra was gone. By the time that they found him, Ezra had trauma to nearly all of his organs, including swelling to the brain. Over $90,000 were donated to a GoFundMe in Ezra's name in an effort to help him get better. The Blount family has already filed a lawsuit against Travis Scott and Live Nation Entertainment, a group that helped to promote the concert. Many more lawsuits have been filed, over a dozen, you guys. Um, There are so many people left broken and upset following these events. Of course, we will keep you posted on how all of this is unfolding. But if you're really confused and you're not sure like what happened at Astroworld, um, I definitely recommend listening to our episodes about it last week, especially whichever was the last one. I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday, um, but whichever had our last update, it it went into a lot more detail because there's actually a firsthand account from the concert that we played that sheds a lot of light on the subject. So if you haven't heard that yet, definitely go back and listen to that because it just opened my eyes so much to what the event was actually like and how scary it was. And that for today, you guys, is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Grief is one illness that defies all remedies. It must ever run its course. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. 
But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh, 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 oh.